0: The course adventures live Woo-hoo! it is october 24th it's a wednesday it might not be when they're watching it though they might be in the future in the future well, speaking well, that's where we are live today. yeah and totally
1: we're yeah. going into the future to show you what the future of online education can look like in the present moment we are going to be talking about how to take your possibly boring courses and to turn them into transformational experiences with our guest, Marisa Murgatroyd from LiveYourMessage.com.
0: Yeah, and then we'll also be showing showcasing a few peeps going up the mountain in our first E course games. Ah, oh, right after this.
1: I oh, was sorry to put you on the spot with that whole, like, improvisational singing there. That's That okay. was not planned. I'm always down for a Usu- little bit of improvisation. Yeah, usually these shows are 100% scripted, word for word, uh, but I just had to go off the rails a little bit there.
0: Yeah, for the first time ever, I'm sure. Yeah. On EA Live. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can I get a high five? We we launched last week. Yeah. You know?
1: We just, we launched ecourseadventures.com. And we're still here. .com. We made it. We're still here. <laughs> Through the eye of the needle. Yeah. My God. Goodness. And you know what's really cool about that? Now that we've got like our online community, we've got our platform where all our courses are going to live, we've got our first bunch of courses up on the platform, and we're onboarding uh, four or five more right now. We're working on Survive the Storm. Mm -hmm. We just get to have fun and like work with all of you now. Like we're not preoccupied all the Ah. time with building the new thing. Now that things built, and now we can support all of you and start finding people to to do production work in the studio. Nice. It's really exciting. I know. Yeah, we get to work with real humans now. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: it's about time. Yeah. I yeah. Great.
1: I'm so just delighted by that. and I'm delighted at the response people have had. Uh, people really like it. Yeah. Some people don't like it, but that's to be expected when you, you know, change people's what homes. What's like about it? Uh, it's different. It's different than WordPress. You know, yeah. some people are, they're WordPressier lights. And that's the official term? I think that's the official term. I Word think it's on Wikipedia. Press- yeah. I think it's on Wikipedia's Word, Word Wordpress- press- WordPressians.
0: WordPressians. Oh yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's, a, maybe that's a different. Maybe both. Different th- breeds. Of WordPress.
1: Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I would say the majority have been like, this is super cool. People understand the potential of how much easier it is to build your courses and your communities. And uh, I, I feel really grateful Right now.
0: Yeah. 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 We did a very successful launch. We sold a lot of awesome lifetime lifetime memberships.
1: We made money, which is nice. Which is always a (laughs) part of being in business. Yeah. Uh Um, And now our mission is to help all you make money from your passions. Speaking of money, though. Yeah. We're giving away a bunch of money right now. We are are gamifying the great e-course adventure through a contest we're turning e-course creation into its own sport. Uh-huh. So let's head on over to the mountain and let's check that out.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's so cool.
1: Welcome to the e course games, folks. We've got an exciting update for you in our big monthly challenge right now. So last week we made the big announcement about our first ever e course games, and you folks. You e-learning athletes are racing to the top of Launch Summit and you're building your ultimate free offering. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ultimate. There's there's a lot of like meh sort of free offerings. You give your email address, you're pretty disappointed, you never actually finish it. So we created this challenge. And Blair, we're giving away money.
0: How much money, Bradley?
1: A fair amount of money. Like yeah, first you know,
0: prize, 750 binos. USD.
1: USD.
0: That's right. That's and we're Canadians. That's a
1: lot of that's money a for lot us Canadian to be giving away. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Plus, you also get coaching with us. Second place, 250 USD. Yep. That's pretty awesome. That's still pretty great. Plus for coaching. You you
0: should be doing anyways.
1: And for third place, coaching. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I mean, you're basically, no matter what, even if you come fourth place in this e-course games... You still win because you're creating a product, you're creating an offering, you're creating a way for people to start engaging and interacting with you and your yeah. work. And if you know, if you do that,
0: then eventually you're going to start making money doing your thing. Eventually, right? That's eventually. the whole goal for a lot of us. Yeah, you know, it's just a, a way to sus- to sustain and support our lifestyle.
1: Totally. I mean, more freedom lifestyle. That's mm. I mean, that's why I started building courses is I wanted more time freedom. I wanted to make more money, and I wanted to be able to reach way more people than I could by teaching small workshops. I taught 500 freaking meditation workshops in two years back <laughs> between 2009 and 2011. I was like, I'm done with this. I'm going online. Yeah. And we've done pretty good since then. Yeah, like yep.
0: fifty countries have Not got bad. to experience our meditation products. Yeah, it was sweet actually that surprise last week. Yeah, yeah, getting. Yeah, we got we get get our royalty checks, annual royalties oh. from from different companies. Especially, Especially when said, you forget about that, yeah, Blair a surprise Cha-ching. check. He's like, oh, this is so <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. The new winter tires for up here in the mountain. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Um, so I just want to go over some of the people who have
1: entered the eCourse games and yeah. what they are working on. And so don't worry if you're if you haven't gotten into it, you can go onto the the eCourse Adventures too late. platform. It's not too late. Go to the eCourse games, check out the rules, and you can start racing towards Launch Summit and win some cash. And we just want to say this is just like this is version one of the eCourse games. We're giving away way more money in January. But you need to get in now because mm-hmm. this is where it's at. So Tom Page, he's doing a mini course on how to win at the election game. Oh he's going to teach you to win an election. So if you're running for mayor or you're re- running for president against Mr. Trump, then please run, take his course and win, and win. please. Nice. yeah. That nice. was our first political statement here. And so his is a sports <laughs> theme. It's going to be like a sports broadcaster, just like this. Cool. Maybe not like this. Yeah. But if you want, Tom, we can give you this background. Um, <laughs> Jonathan Stewart, his business is The Busy Guitarist. So he's his free, free offering that he's doing, it's going to be like similar to us. It's going to be like a Mighty Network, so an online community space with – a bunch of articles and videos for you to start going through, as well as a free mini course. He's really like going to town on yeah, his free offer right now. This. nice. Uh, Steve Baker, his is called the audio nemesis. I've got notes down here. Nice. Yeah. Um, so he helps you to fight those audio villains that prevent you from producing high quality videos. And I've seen some of Steve's videos and they're freaking hilarious. That, Ed, he's going to teach you to produce better audio sound, which you would like. Yeah. I mean, that's how we got into a relationship is the audio from my meditations
0: was terrible. And he's you like. we were using an iPhone. Come on. I think it was Without an iPhone.
1: It was like an iPhone 3, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> um,
1: David Jurassic is doing relationship Aikido. Okay. That sounds intense. Ayo. Get into the dojo with your spouse. Spar it out. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be more peaceful than that, but yep, we'll no see. Comment. Joe Rhodes is doing a wild foods and medicines course for nervous foragers. I'm one of those nervous oh, yeah, foragers. Right. I, can, I definitely know my nettles. Yeah. I like to eat nettles. nettles. Actually, you can eat them raw if you if fold you it, up it up the right, right way. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, we'll wait for his course. You can't <laughs> keep it all the
1: way. Yeah, sorry. That's probably not in the course. Uh, Sarah McCann is doing Escape from Nicotraz. Now, this is obviously the Alcatraz metaphor there, and she helps people quit smoking. Great. Escape from their smoking addiction. Nice. Essentially, um, Lorraine Watson is still searching for her theme for her changing directions course. So if you're if you're in the challenge right now, or the course games, go to Lorraine. Offer her some support. Throw down some ideas for her. That's what the community's all about. Yeah. And uh, Jessica Antonelli, she has a few ideas she's playing around with right now. One of them is uh, a drawing the eye mini course. Uh-huh. So like drawing your own eyeball or somebody else's. Uh, another would be her Bad Artist Bootcamp, which she's launched, and she's doing a more condensed version of it. And the third idea, which is the one I want to sign up for, is called a uh, Stick Figure to Savvy Sketches course. Now, oh, fun. I basically, when I draw, it's always stick figures. Yeah. So, folks, that's the updates part. It, you have to go check out the rules, get into it. You've got till November twenty fifth to launch your ultimate free offering. So you still have lots and lots of time. Use the community space, and basically, you can binge watch the Great E Course Adventure and flush out your entire free offering. And the beautiful thing is, as Ash Amber said a couple weeks ago from the Middle Finger Project, you need a freaking—except she said other cuss words. There's a lot of bleeps. Yeah, but you need this is family Something show today. amazing. Your free offering is people's first experience of you, and if you have a crappy free offering, they'll be like, eh give them money for the paid thing because it's probably similar but if you blow their minds with your freebie that builds huge trust and huge credibility and that's what the e-course games is all
0: about this month nice and speech and speech <sighs> well bradley
1: we've amazing we've
0: got so many people on
1: we've got a lot of people have said yes there was more too that was just all i had time to to jot down so i'm looking forward to more updates next week from the mountain
0: yeah all right, let's bring our special guest on. Let's do it. Marissa. can you hear us? Marisa. Marisa. Yes, I can.
2: Can there you we hear go.
0: me? Yeah.
1: Yeah, we hear you loud and clear. Hello,
0: there,
2: there. you is. are having oh. a
1: party, aren't you? It's warm up I am here, having though. a
2: party, I am having a party. I got a little friend over here, like a, a zebra, and I've got an elephant over here, so oh, they've joined me. Nice. elephant
1: po- in the room. So yeah, Marisa, that's a great starting point. What is the elephant in the room in the online learning industry? <laughs>
2: Ah, you picked up on my metaphor, didn't you? Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> sure
0: if we were supposed to say anything about that elephant.
2: Yes. There is an elephant in the room, and that is that up to ninety-seven percent of people who buy information based products, home study products in particular, don't complete those products and don't get results from them. Which I'm is one just of those statistics. Dying. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. It's real. The statistics are real. These yeah. are not generic numbers. These are you and I.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? That's that's a lot. Now you you and I got to speak at an event last year um, down in California, and we shared the stage. And I'd followed your work a little bit up to that point, but listening to you talk, I was just like, "Yes, somebody else is talking about turning courses into experiences." Yes, and you've designed a whole program. You've had some really great success, big launches, and huge con- and um, not conversion rates, but your conversion rates have been high, but completion rates. Mm-hmm uh, for people that are completing your courses, let's dig into it. So tell us about experience products and what is the idea behind experience products?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So what I started to realize years ago and I started creating courses in about 2011 and I was watching, A lot of my students and customers fall into what I call the downward death spiral where they get really frustrated and really overwhelmed. They start procrastinating, they give up, they feel bad about themselves, they walk away, they refund, and they definitely don't buy from me again. And I started to feel like not not so aligned about creating products when that was going on. And so I started talking to my peers and my friends about it who were creating products too and the general consensus was just kind of like you know maybe some people aren't meant to succeed and that never felt right to me like I felt surely everyone has the opportunity and the ability to succeed given the right situation given the right context given the right education so I started to look at okay if people are not learning and being engaged by online courses where is their attention going and so I started to study gamification. I started to study the world of apps. I started to study the world of entertainment and reality TV and looking at where is our human attention focused and started to pull some of those elements that I was seeing into my products and programs and courses along with just pure old psychology of learning, psychology of motivation, you know, good old fashioned curriculum design and how adults like to learn. And then in my initial experiments, I was just stunned my very first experiment something like 76 percent of the people completed the program that's huge and, yeah that's the so opposite of the, the
1: norm right now <laughs>
2: yes i flipped it on its head and i yeah. was just like whoa i was shocked and at first i thought i was just experimenting with courses and then i realized i was creating a fundamentally different kind of product yeah. which i ultimately named an experience product and. An experience product combines these worlds of gamification, but a broader category that I call experientification because it's not just about games. Our goal is not to, you know, get people sucked into something that doesn't have a lot of meaning. But I thought that if people can, you know, kind of came to a head for me in the summer of 2016 when Pokemon Go just took the world by storm. And within a month, something like the entire world was playing this game, and grown adults were double parking their cars in the streets and like getting out and chasing little virtual creatures in hordes and Stampedes of people were doing this. So cool. I was like, wow, if people can get that excited, like grown adults can get that excited to chase little virtual creatures. What if we could get people that excited to achieve their biggest goals in life oh, and I know, right? actually that excited and addicted to transformation? Could we do the same thing? Would it be possible to have people running through the streets after their biggest life goals and their hopes and their dreams and the aspirations? And I thought, it must be possible. So I realized that we were creating a fundamentally different kind of product that combined, you know, gamification, like I said, psychology of motivation, adult learning theory, just good old-fashioned design to immerse people in what it was that they wanted and get them hooked on learning, get them hooked on taking action, get them hooked on getting results. And I developed something called the experience formula, which is 10 core experiences, which is opposite for the 10 experiences that most people create which is demotivating experiences in the downward death spiral yeah. and started to apply them to products and teach them and it can be applied not just to online trainings and courses it can be applied to one-on-one coaching and consulting and services and software and even getting consumption on physical products that people buy over and over again. You can apply this wherever you want people to actually take action, get results, you know, change their behavior. This is something that works in all those contexts.
1: And this is—it's so huge. It's so crucial to take people from being passive consumers of information, which is kind of like the Netflix generation where we just sit down and we watch and we consume, but we don't do anything with it to turning them into active participants in the learning experience where they actually are immersed in what it is that they're trying to learn. Uh, I'm just curious, like what are, what are a few of the, the 10 things that are required to take the curriculum and turn it into experience?
2: Great question. Well, the very first one is one of the most important, and it's the one that people overlook the most. And it's actually just called mission. I call it mission. It's the product mission, which is what is the core focus of your product? Because here's the thing, like if you think about your product as a game, not that it is a game, because we are not in the business of escapism. We're in the business of helping people reach escape velocity and change their lives for the better. But to think about it as a game someone could win, then it's got to be hyper clear exactly what they're going to be doing and what winning the game looks like and i think it's so many products and programs it's not clear what does a win look like how can you actually win the game and if Mm. people don't know how they can win they're not going to win right because if you're not and the thing about winning is that winning releases a powerful flood of dopamine and serotonin all the chemicals in our body that causes pleasure and happiness that's where the addiction comes in so if you can kind of get people on a winning streak in your programs then all of a sudden you know they're going to feel really good about taking action through your programs and they're going to want to come back and do it over and over and over again but first you have to very clearly and specifically define what winning looks like and so for example you've got to make it so concrete that you could almost film someone crossing the finish line right you could film the win. And that's how I like to um, let you know it's it's a good mission. If it's so clear, it's binary. It's either a yes or a no, I've done it or I haven't done it, and yep. you could film someone crossing the finish line. So for example, the mission of our product, the Experience Product Masterclass, which is our signature experience product that teaches people how to create experience products, is your mission should you choose to accept it is to design, market, and make $2,000 or a whole lot more from the experience product in 10 weeks or less. Hmm. So instantly, you know exactly what you're going to be doing, design, market, and make $2,000 or a whole lot more. You know how long you're going to be doing it in, uh, which is 10 weeks or less. And then I have a so that statement, so you can get off the marketing treadmill, make more sales, and have more impact, so you know why it actually matters. And that's what I call the mission possible template because I borrowed it from the mission impossible movie. You know, where like the, you know, Ethan Hawke, <laughs> or Tom, Cruise, okay, Tom Cruise gets the phone call and he's like, your mission, should you choose to yeah. accept it, right? <laughs> is to infiltrate the Kremlin and get past the top secret card. So he knows exactly what to do. And this mission can be conveyed in like 30 seconds. Yeah. And then he's off to the races, making it happen. And you want something that's so crystal clear, yeah. that it's the same. And what most products do is they do the opposite because each one of these elements has an opposite element. And i call that um too many masters and homer the greek used to say if you try to serve too many masters you'll soon suffer and you've got these products that are just generalized information like Mm -hmm. learn how to do your taxes or whatever and there's no win at the end of it and if there's no win people are not set up for success and it's hard to stay motivated because that's just the information dump yeah
0: yeah totally i love i love the theme that you chose you know it's a big thing of what we do too in teaching our students it's all about choosing a theme to make it fun you know just like hollywood and all movies have a certain theme right it's combining hollywood with online education so that's great uh-huh. that you've got that you do you do the music and everything too Doo and descend from from your, the third floor down <laughs> ride it right on right a left. giant elephant <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's right yeah yeah well we have fun and i think a lot of people feel like they have to be really serious in the delivery of their programs yeah. and we have so many different topics and industries i mean totally. we serve people in financial services people who are helping people who've experienced sexual trauma and abuse i mean almost anything and people are like well how could you be you know playful if you're working with cancer you know people who've got cancer it's like people with cancer still want to smile if yeah. <laughs> still want to atoms yes Yeah, it doesn't mean that you're making light of their situation. It simply means that you're finding a way to keep them engaged in what's going on. And experientification does not have to be all fun and games. Like I use confetti and I've kind of got this... You know kind of a a little spazzy personality and stuff like that and so people think they have to be that but we've got so many people who are introverts or who are older and serving a generation, you know an audience of retirees and it doesn't matter because it's about engaging people based on our human psychology that every single one of us has and it doesn't matter if you're from you know dubai or if you're from timbuktu it doesn't matter if you're young or old introverted or extroverted it doesn't matter if you're healthy or if you're sick i mean no matter who you are, you want to be engaged.
1: Yeah, totally. And mm-hmm. so there's the there's like the the big picture wins, which is like here's our brand statement, and then there's also the each individual lesson has like here's your yes. mission for this lesson. Should you do this, you win and you move on to the next step. And so um, there's there's kind of like the the big wins and the little wins along the way to that big win.
2: Absolutely. So it's not just about winning at the very end of the game, yeah. but actually winning all the way through. Totally. And one of the other principles is constant wins, which is core experience number four. And that's the idea is if you have a very clear ultimate win state, then you can find all the little wins on the way to the big win. And you want to celebrate and you want to reinforce all of those wins. And you also want to sequence them very precisely because what most people do in their products is they dump you into like this generalized, you know, module just about saying, here's what we're going to do. And here's why it matters. And let me just talk for the next hour and let you know you made a good choice. And then you're basically training people to sit back and listen to you and not do anything.
0: Yeah. And
2: what if instead you got people into action and winning right away and you start with small, simple wins that anybody can do. And then they escalate into bigger actions and bigger wins because what we're doing is we're helping people build confidence and momentum one small step at a time because the biggest reason people don't buy but also that they don't finish after they buy is a lack of self-belief where they don't believe they can do it. So if they're not being validated, their wins, they don't feel like they're making progress, they feel like they have to do all this work before they see any return, a lot of people are going to give up in that route. So. It's really interesting because the best video games on the planet understand that they raise their level of complexity by 25% each level because we love to be challenged as humans but if we're challenged too much we give up and we walk away. Yeah. And it's also interesting because um there's been a huge like progression in like x games and adventure sports and stuff like that where people've been breaking world record after world record in the last few years. And the reason being is that um, there's something called the challenge skill ratio, that if we're constantly almost every single day at a challenge level that's 4% higher than our skill level, we can rise to meet that challenge level. But if you do that day after day after day after day, then you know in a very short time, you can have exponential gains in the level of skills and ability that you have, where you're literally breaking world records, you're doing things that you thought wasn't possible for yourself and you're even doing things that people thought were impossible for humanity and for the world. And so when you actually ramp people up in this very strategic way, which is what we do, then you're able to kind of work with our natural doubts and neuroses as humans and our psychology of motivation and just lift people up one step at a time versus trying to, you know, try to get them right to the summit of Mount Everest, which you were just on a second ago, (laughs) right from the beginning. You can't do it. you got to kind of start at ground level and, go up one step at a time.
1: Totally. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Doing leads to learning. So, uh, I'm just curious, what are some other ways that you've seen gamification in action, like really work consistently?
2: Yeah. I mean, really what it is, is, um, if you look at honestly, what I've been studying here is Facebook and Instagram. So for example, why is Facebook so addictive? Why is Instagram so addictive? One of the most Uh, like addictive aspects of Facebook and Instagram is actually the like button, right? So let's look at why the like button is so addictive, right? So if you look, if you think about it, you post something like a piece of content, right? And all of a sudden, um, you know, five minutes later, you've got all these likes and you've got these shares and you've got these uh, engagement on whatever it is that you're doing. Or say you've done like a facebook live and all of a sudden people are hitting like or wow or heart or whatever and you see this you know all these likes explode across the screen that's called variable reward where you take an action but you're not sure what the reward of that action is going to be and that's what's really addictive that's like the slot machines where you pull the Lever, and you're not sure you're gonna win, you're gonna not win, you're gonna get two bananas and an apple, (laughs) or what's gonna happen, right? Yeah, we
0: definitely know those are successful. Yes,
2: (laughs) they are. So that's what creates addiction. Is not is you know you want to win, but you want some variability in the win. So for example, Instagram has 4.2 billion likes a day, and Facebook gets 5.7 billion, and the average millennials checking their cell phones two and a half hours per day because of the gamification that's built into those apps and those tools. And it's the validation that I've done something, and people are responding to it. Yeah, so that's yeah. uh, that's basically hijacking our social reward center in our brain. And you can also hijack the just achievement centers as well and creep these floods of dopamine and these floods of serotonin. So that's an example in the real world of games and apps. But when it comes to your own products, I mean, really, it's just about, um, you know, throw me any example. Give me any example. Let's see what we can come up with.
1: An example of gamification? or An example
2: of a, a product. And let's brainstorm how we could gamify it.
1: Mm. Yeah, sounds great. Uh, let's go with uh, Steve from our, our community here. So Steve is doing uh, the Audio Nemesis. So it's a superhero-themed course on eliminating those audio villains that uh, sometimes sabotage our videos. Mm-hmm. So his course is all about like taking your audio and fine tuning it really just like refining it. So it sounds beautiful in the end product. Nice.
2: Right. Okay. So I guess what I would say, well, what are the stages of that? Like, how do you get to crystal clear audio? So for example, there might be 10 things that you do. Right? To clean up your audio and to make sure that it's good. Yeah. And you could do a win for each one of them. So the first time around, just like someone's learning scales, they don't do like the full song right away. They're kind of Mm -hmm. practicing one little piece of it. So the way I would gamify that or experientify that is to say, okay, well, if these are the 10 ways that you can get better audio, I would start with the easiest way, the the least technology, the least, you know, um, experience that people would need to make that happen. So for example, the very simplest thing you could do is to buy a a $97 microphone and use that when you're recording, right? So in simply doing like, for example, posting a before and after, maybe you have them record the same one sentence or two sentences after they do each of these things. So they can actually see the progress they've made, first without any microphone whatsoever, then with the mic, then with this, then with this extra soundtrack or whatever it happens to be. So they can actually see the beginning state and they can see each incremental state along the way and then they can see the end state and they could even do a contest where whoever's got the the best before after example wins something, for example. Because the challenge is, is when it comes to good audio, these are incremental improvements. Like the first improvement of plugging in a mic is gonna make the most difference, right? And then after that, you've got incremental improvements. But when people can't see the difference, then sometimes they don't know. But if you're able to kind of take them through these different stages and progression, and then to have this before and after state each time, They're gonna be able to really notice the difference along the way, and then know if they only do, say, five or six out of the 10 things they can do to improve their audio, they're still worlds better than when they started, so they're still winning the game. I mean, that might be something that I would do there.
1: No, I love it. I love the the idea of having the first few lessons not being like your entire video lesson that you're working on. Instead, Mm -hmm. it's just like, here's a little test just to like, let's just refine this kind of like uh, Karate Kid and Mr. Miyagi is like, let's just let's just work on the fundamentals first before we get into your actual video.
0: Totally. I know when I teach guitar to kids, they just want to make sound and play. You know so rather than like yeah. oh you need to learn all your scales and all this dry stuff to get to yeah. where you really want to be it's like let's just have some fun Can't
2: and just like
1: call me a kid on on a live show right now
2: <laughs> <laughs> i teach yeah. him guitar too well i would even yeah. recommend um taking away the content portion of it where one of the biggest obstacles is what am i going to say so, for example, if the very first test is they, everybody says the same thing. Yeah. Here's what you're going to read. You're going to read, you know, your row, row, row your boat, right? Yeah. And everyone starts with the same one, and then you can hear all the voices and all the communities posting their row, row, row your boats, and everyone's trying to get to the, the most creative row, row, row your boat. And that actually removes no, uh, another issue that people have which is one of the things that we like to do is normalize challenges is the biggest issue people have it's not just the audio quality but it's what are they going to say yeah and that fear and that doubt about their own voice and the visibility of of coming out right
0: Uh neutralize that remove
2: those at the early stages of the program and then once they get momentum with something that's super technical and easy which is like wow this can sound great then have them start to think about what do they want to say that's not just this generic thing so remove the obstacles early on
0: yeah it reminds me just like what we did with green screen magic yeah you know we gave them to learn the green screen a very simple uh a very simple task at the very beginning where it was just very small it was just like in an elevator they get to do their elevator pitch they should have that if they're an entrepreneur anyways you know, and just very simple things. And it progressed each of our scenes until eventually they were able to create a full on spectacle at the end and just made, you know, little wins. That's what we've been saying now for a little while as well. Yeah. Just small wins. So it's so digestible. Important. Yeah. Keep
1: people saying yes. And we found social accountability is, is huge for keeping people right. moving forward to be able to come back to a community space and share a video or share a picture or a story of the thing that they've done. And, yeah. um, you know, when people start to pile onto that conversation, similar to Facebook, it's just, mm. it's beautiful
0: to see how empowered and confident people get as they go forward. Yeah. It's beautiful that, yeah. you know, like we're slowly, all of us, building this culture around taking that same amount of energy that we put into just, you know, Facebook, Instagram, just basic socializing to putting all that energy into living our dream lifestyle. Yeah. Building that. Totally. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, looking at the, you know, looking at the background that you've got, you're definitely doing a good job.
2: Thank you. Bravo!
0: Yeah, quite the party. Thank you. That
2: elephant is actually like um, taller than me, believe it or not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where did you even find it?
2: Amazon.com, baby. It's a jungle out there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> we're going to have to go to them, ask them to sponsor this show. I know. We're going yeah. to definitely up, upgrade our background now. We yeah. Need, we need totally. an elephant. Too, There's no elephant. Something. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, maybe. So we've talked about a few gamification
1: pieces. What is What is one more thing uh, around experience products? What takes a normal curriculum and turns it into experience?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, there's so many different, like I said, there's 10 different elements. But another one, for example, is what I like to call peak experiences, right? Mm -hmm. So, if you look at a traditional learning pyramid, and I should, uh, I do have a slide of that somewhere, but let me see if I can find the traditional learning pyramid slide. But it's basically, um, you know, that it's teaching or audio or whatever it happens to be, or audio visual or audio and slides. and the very most that someone can take away from that is 40% or 30%. And if you get people to say, teach somebody else that can go up to like 80%, but these traditional learning uh, pyramids don't account for peak experiences. Like how can you immerse someone in an experience that they'll never forget? Because it's not just practice by doing, but there's an emotional element involved.
0: Right, yeah.
2: For example, I wanted to teach people at my, um, my mentorship students How to really think about offers and how to really think about creating fomo the fear of missing out and uh, i wanted to demonstrate that having someone inspiring someone to buy something it's really challenging like to get someone to pull out their wallet and spend money on whatever it is you have to offer there's a lot going on to get to that yes and most people underestimate in a huge way what it takes to inspire someone to a yes And so I was thinking about how can I really teach something that feels so abstract because there's all these different ways to add FOMOs, whether it's value stacking with bonuses, it's creating urgency, it's addressing fears, you know, it's normalizing challenges. What are the different ways to create an irresistible offer? So I thought about and thought about it. And I came up with the idea of a tug of war game. So what we did is we had, you know, 10 tables at this event and they would go head to head. So one table would be sharing objections and the other table would be sharing reasons to buy. So at the beginning, the, the table that's going would say, okay, here's my offer and here's my audience. And then the other table would be on one side of the, the tug-of-war rope and said, well, here's why I, I wouldn't want to buy, like the objection. Mm-hmm. Now, they weren't; uh, the other side wasn't trying to address the objection. They were just trying to make their offers more compelling than all the objections that people had. So it weighed on the side of, fear of missing out versus buyer's remorse because people are always kind of balancing these two things. Am I gonna make the wrong choice and have buyer's remorse or am I gonna miss out and have that fear of missing out? So this is constantly going on, a tug of war in people's brains. So I visualize the tug of war. I love that. So one side would come and say, "Here's, um, you know, my objection." The other side would say, "Well, here's one compelling reason to buy." And then the room um, would vote. So we had flags. Like green flags were yes, that's a valid objection. Yes, that's a compelling reason to buy. Yellow's like meh, and orange is not at all. This is not a valid objection, or I don't really care about this. And if they got the majority green flags from the audience, the tug of rope would more rope would go, you know, towards them. you know a notch basically and the people who went they visually understood this tug of war in a way that they never had before and saw visually in the room what people responded to and what they didn't in terms of an offer and they understood offers way better when they left that room than when they started so we completely bust out of the traditional learning pyramid of just Audio, video, slides, talking, teaching by example. And they were immersed in this experience where they got it firsthand because it was not just gamified, but it was really like, oh, this makes so much sense. I didn't realize this is what I was up against. I didn't realize the forces of you know buyer's remorse were so strong and doubt and fear.
0: Mm-hmm. Amazing. It makes me think of. I love that game too. Yeah. (laughs) So great. It makes me think of, you know, what uh, community colleges have said for years that a lot of employers really appreciate the fact that they have so much experience coming out compared to that of, you know, even, even degree students coming out of universities and such, at least here in Canada, that's what we call it. And uh, where they've just, you know, a lot of book smarts, a lot of knowledge, but there's no actual hands on experience. And um, and just to see that, too, coming through in this form of education, yeah. you know, just the power of experience, getting your hands actually in there doing these things. uh huh. It's so exciting to think about where the future is going, given
1: that the future of education is clearly going to be moving online. All the major universities are already moving online. They're all struggling with the exact same thing with mm-hmm. with dropout rates and retention rates um, and the fact that the internet's going to go from 2 billion people with access to 6 billion people with access in the next like five years. Like that's, that's an insane stat that there's going to be triple the number of people using the internet than there are right now. You know, Uh like what that's going to do for education, what that's going to do for connecting people around the world, for trading ideas, (laughs) for sharing technology, for sharing resources. Like this is a an, an, an enormous opportunity right now for all of us to get in at the ground level to start innovating that e-learning industry. Like literally we really are pioneering a new frontier in online education. Like that is really what we're all doing here by trying to push the, the limits of what is possible and to, to create the ultimate student learning experiences. So I'm just, I'm so excited for what you're doing. And I mean, you come, come at it from, from such a knowledgeable, well-studied perspective that you know you really treat it like like a science and i i just i love that about you
2: thank you well you know it's funny because i really am a geek you know what i mean i went to uh the ivy league and i was actually succeeded in traditional education and Uh i thought i was going to become a professor and you are (laughs) i am a professor a different professor but then i saw that it was They were creating a world that just was not relevant to the world that I lived in. And I felt like I had to forget so much of what I learned uh, in school as soon as I left school because what I was learning and what I was experiencing were were so different. And so I realized that I didn't want to teach in that context of helping people become good students because it doesn't matter if someone's a good student or not. That's like not relevant one bit. It's what can I inspire someone to actually do to change their life right now and to change their situation. And so really what I help people do is win at the game of life and to close the gap between you know what people have to do and what they actually want to do. So when your goals become exciting, when all these sorts of things become exciting, then it's a lot more fun. And you know, I, I wish school was this fun. I mean, I have this love for learning and it always um, made me sad when people didn't share that, you know, but yeah. then I realized it wasn't just how I'm, built it's just the way that the educational system is built to only support people with a very specific kind of brain you know what i mean and i was there's not so one many of those different people <laughs> yeah there's so yeah. many ways i happen to be one but still i see the flaws in it there's uh-huh. so many ways of knowing and learning and different types of intelligences and so being able to teach to people who are kinesthetic who are audio auditory who are visual who are Uh something called digital you know whose brains tend to loop a lot more it's really important to understand all the different kinds of people that you're teaching to and not teach in one way as if every single person is the same person because you think like
0: 300 years ago the trade system was where it was at and so the apprenticeship you would you'd go into an apprenticeship And, you know, the kinesthetic people would go into kinesthetic based apprenticeships, you know, the the uh, the academics would go into more along those lines and you would just learn due to what you were already into kind of moving in. And so I, I see we're kind of kind of going full circle back into those those realms, but in a digital means.
1: Now we're all yeah. in our own silos in different parts of the world. It's <laughs> incredible, you know, that we get to learn and teach with each other from all over the world. It's so incredible.
0: Yeah, definitely uh, a special time.
1: I'm just curious, uh, what have some of the like a few of the coolest courses that you've seen birthed through your programs over the years?
2: Mm. Yeah, so one of them was my student Kat Koroy, and she made an Instagram course. And Kat was a branding expert from, from London. And this course has done now over $400,000 in sales. And she just had a $97,000 month. And she was a single nice. mom who could barely afford to invest $2,000 to come and study with me. Cause she was like, having a physical product purse business. Yeah. And she was able to bring so much creativity, like green screen and all kinds of stuff to awesome. her products because it's so naturally a visual topic. So with that visual topic, she could get so creative in the way that she taught people how to do it. And there's such an instantaneous before, after when you look at your Instagram feed, what it looks like before, what it can look like after. Mm. And she's done just awesome with it. So that's one of my favorites because it was just so such a clear transformation for people where they could instantly see the difference. Right. Yeah.
0: That's a big life changer. Yeah. How did you actually get into online education then? Where was the switch between? Yeah, you know.
2: know, Um, It was a little bit random because I've been running a branding agency and we still have a branding and web design agency. And my um, husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, was a little bit wanting more of my time. (laughs) So (laughs) So you created
0: an e-course for him.
2: Yeah, no, not that. (laughs) (laughs) But he was basically like, well, why don't you create a product so you can leverage your time and then I can spend more time with you. We can have more freedom. We can travel the world. And I was like, Who's going to want to learn from me and what do I have to teach and rah, 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 rah. You know, all of these objections and reasons why I couldn't do it. What could I, what would I even want to share and what would people want to learn from me and could I get them results and all of these sorts of things. And. I just went for it and I think 2012 was my first program and like I said it was not the best thing that I've ever created and yeah. I learned so much from my failures and it, what I want to do is help people shortcut that so they don't have mm-hmm. to create three or four bad products before they get to a good product and they can create a good one right out of the gate that people are actually gonna get results from yeah. so I can't say that I knew that I just was drawn to create a program it was a suggestion and then I did it and I'm like wow this combines everything that I love and everything that I'm good at in a way to share it with so many more people than I could possibly just doing one-on-one work.
0: Yeah and obviously it worked if he's now your husband.
2: Yes it did <laughs>
0: <Good> <laughs> and job. now we have
2: we have tens of thousands of students really so around yeah. the world.
0: Now you've got 10,000 kids all around the world. Way to go. Holy moly. That's a big yes. family. <laughs> yeah that's a big family for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah you know community is a big thing that we've been <laughs> building as well. You know, I think it's an important pillar where you've got a really good curriculum, you've got experience, but community as well. So is that something that you're also focusing building that because everybody loves community, whether it's in Facebook, Instagram, are you in the Facebook realm? What are you doing to create community?
2: Yeah, well, community is core experience eight of the experience formula. So we leverage community in all of our programs, because if you can have people not just interact and engage with you, the teacher, but interact and engage with each other, then they're going to want to stay a lot of times, you know, and stay involved with you, stay involved in the community, have that feeling going. So we incorporate community into all of our programs and give people very specific things to do in community. Because it's like when you have a Facebook group, unless there are prompts for people to go into the Facebook group and start posting things, people don't always do that naturally and organically. So really, we do a lot on the Facebook group. We have leaderboards every single week in our programs where we post um, who the front runners are in terms of who's ma- achieving the most points experience points because people oh, get experience cool. points when they're in our membership site so then we get to post leaderboards letting people know okay this is where, where everyone's at and really engage them having jump contests and things like that if you're behind don't worry it's natural and if you jump 20 points in the next you know over the weekend we're gonna get send you a t-shirt or something like that so we do a lot to leverage yeah. community and to really build community in our programs.
1: So I just want to highlight for people because a lot of people get into, I'm going to make e-courses and and this was definitely my vision when building my first meditation course. I was like, yeah, massive passive income. That was the buzz phrase that was going around. (laughs) It's still going around. It is quite a fair amount of work. To manage the communities, to keep people motivated, like it's not just a uh, okay people purchase it and it's it's a see you no, later. Yeah. Like there's going to you're, Bali, you're still <laughs> there supporting people to go through it. Obviously, you guys have a, a launch window where people are are going through the process together. Um, what are your what are your thoughts on doing the launch window versus the evergreen model for courses?
2: Hmm. Well, you know, I think that you can. I love doing what's called cohort based courses where a lot of people are going through at the same time because it creates so much synergy and so much energy and all of that. We do have evergreen-based products, and we still do have a live community element, even if it's an evergreen product where there's weekly group coaching calls and people to start and end at different times. But most people have this dream of passive revenue, and I always like to say, before you can make money while you sleep, first you've got to be able to make money while you're awake. And you know, <laughs> before you even try to evergreen, I think you need to have that experience of working with people live yeah. and responding to their needs and co-creating the product with them yeah. before you even try to get into the can. And then even once it's in the cam I believe in automation but automation with intimacy so you pick and choose the pieces that you automate but it's not a hundred percent automated where there's still human elements there Mm -hmm. are feedback loops which is core experience number seven where you get people engaged you show that they're listening it becomes a bit of a choose-your-own-adventure where they change the program while going through it and it's not just purely automated because most people don't want to feel like they're completely anonymous and isolated, like there's no one watching. And I think that kind of program did work three, four or five years ago. And they're still selling that kind of program on say, Udemy or Coursera for like five, 10, $20, $50 at the most. But if you wanna get to the higher ticket prices, $500 to 2000, or I've got programs that are $32,000 as well. Hmm. Then people expect a lot more high touch and a lot more intimacy and accountability, community support so if you want to go beyond information then some of these other experiential elements that are not purely automated become really really important so i think the world of automation like pure automation it doesn't mean there aren't automated aspects once someone buys it sends out an automated sequence that they get you know all of that stuff is prompted but there's a lot i've got three people on my support staff i've got um this one program that we're about to start next week we have 18 coaches, including myself, lined up to support the program. We have smaller group coaching pods. So in addition to people coaching with me or one of our senior coaches, every Wednesday they get into smaller coaching groups where they get really familiar with the coach. We have milestone docs, so each student gets a Google Doc where they put all their milestones each week in the doc. The coach reviews them, gives them feedback. We do so much in terms of you know, really support and individualized um, feedback to people because that's how we get them to the result. And no matter how good my curriculum is, most people can't learn in a vacuum.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's, I love all of the points that you are connecting with your people. Like that's, Mm -hmm. that's huge. That's huge value. And I mean, the course, uh, remind me the price of the course again.
2: Um, we have a program that's we're currently offering the Experience yeah. Product Masterclass. It's one payment of 1997, or it's six payments of 379.
1: And so, tell us about your your guarantee with it, because I love. Yeah. this.
2: Yeah, here's the thing. We have a no risk of $2,000 guarantee and you're able to make a guarantee like this when you have a clearly defined mission like what we talked about at the beginning because like I said, the mission is binary. You either done it or you haven't and people instantly know whether they've done it or not. Right. So our mission is that, our guarantee is basically that um, you're gonna design, market, and make $2,000 or more in 10 weeks or less. And if you don't, we'll pay you the difference. So if someone does all the work and they only make a thousand bucks we give them a thousand dollars back if they do all the work and make fifteen hundred dollars we give them five hundred dollars back yeah, right awesome. so people have this security of knowing they can throw themselves a hundred percent into it Worst comes to worse they're going to get their money back through the guarantee versus yeah. making it for themselves Right. And all they the,
0: is the time yeah. so to speak but they're yeah. still going to be learning so much and obviously if they don't
1: show up and do the work then the guarantee you're they yeah. don't get the money back Yep. You got to show up. You gotta yeah. do up. Yeah. Now, I, I love this. And I know we want to be respectful of your time because you have a really exciting live event coming up. Do you want to talk about that briefly for the folks yeah. that are here and for the people that we're sending the email out to?
2: Well, I'm doing an experience of uh, products in the wild live stream that starts at noon Pacific in a little bit over an hour, which is why I've got a zebra and an elephant in my living room. <laughs> Those just live why- there? Oh, I thought that was just your regular, you know, <laughs>
0: details, yeah.
2: Yeah, they eat a lot you know <laughs> yeah so i'm going to do that at noon from noon to five and i'm going to be sharing real life examples of experience products ones that i've created and we've got some of my star students including cat who i just mentioned and they're going to show behind the scenes of their experience products so awesome. real world examples of what they're doing and what's working in product experience so if this is a little theoretical and you want to just get into the weeds and see it in action mm. they're going to be coming and sharing and plus i've got For industry experts who are coming as well. And they've all got like bonuses and stuff for people who sign up um, for the Experience Product Masterclass while we're live. So we've got a lot of hot things to come, but they're gonna share some industry perspectives on things like what are the hesitations that people have to buy and to consume? You know, what I've got the head of Thinkific, a membership site software, who's gonna show what are the things they're noticing in student engagement. I've got um, Alina Vincent, who's a Facebook group engagement expert, who's going to show how can you really create that community on Facebook? You know, so I've got some of my um, colleagues, Matt and Mark, which is how do you get other people to promote your products for you? Things like that. Mm-hmm. So really a lot of practical things if you want to design and, and market your own experience products. So Y'all should
0: get on you. that. So everybody, How do, they, watch how do they, they sign up for that? I just posted yeah, a I link. Yeah, I think
2: you have a link. Oh, I posted great.
1: a link. And I'm going to post in the community as soon as we're done here, but it'll get a notification. Um, and for the people who are now watching this or listening to this in the future, what is the best way for them to get in touch with you and start participating in your
2: work? Yeah, if you go to uh, liveyourmessage.com, that's my core website. And, um, you know, we've got a lot of things going on there and there will be a, a download in the future available as well um, at experienceproducts.com. So perfect. you're going to be able to go and just get a download so you can get a sample of what it is that we talked about today and see the 10 core experiences mm-hmm. as well.
1: Perfect. We have people yeah. in the chat asking about that. Can they can they see the 10? So this is perfect. Y'all will yeah. get in the loop, go to liveyourmessage.com and get on the email list and all the good stuff will come your way. Uh, yes, and
2: on the experience on the um, live stream, I'll go through the core experiences as well.
1: Beautiful. Well, awesome. Marissa, thank you so much for your work and for your time today. It's been great having the conversation. We'll definitely have to do a future round two.
2: Fantastic. Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, good luck with the launch. I'm stoked to see how it goes.
2: Definitely. All right. Take All right, care. Take care.
1: Oh, bye. Goodbye. Goodbye, elephant. Goodbye, Zebra. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> Knew they were alive. <laughs> Basically, we she get them to stay so still. I
0: know. She's an expert.
1: Well, you know what time it is. What time is that, Bradley?
2: <gasps> wait, 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 wait.
0: How,
1: How did you do that? The part of the show where we take <laughs> you behind the scenes and show you how we do some of the magical stuff we do with some of our green screen productions. So today, because it's chilly, it's falls here, chilly. we're going to gather around the campfire and show you how we do one of our onboarding videos for The Great E-Course Adventure.
0: Yeah, let me set this up. Cue the video! Cueing video. Here's the video! Where's the video? Where is it? Oh what a beautiful view. There it is. Cool. Welcome to base camp, folks. Welcome to base camp. Press play. All right, make sure we got the audios and the videos. Whew. Oh, what a view. Oh, and the fresh air. Ah, it's getting chilly out. Thank goodness for the fire. Notice yeah, the bumpers. The it's a really good touch for your course, oh, folks.
1: hey there. Welcome to the community campfire. This is the place where you get to connect, support, and be supported by us and other eCourse adventurers from around the world who are also on the journey of creating the greatest eCourses they can possibly imagine. So, That's to help fire. you
0: navigate this new yeah, landscape so that real. you've entered into, so you don't get lost, we'll take you on a tour of the campfire so you understand the world of possibilities that exist here for you. Let's go. Look at this. All tour. Right.
1: Welcome to. Ah, okay, we don't, have, we don't need to go through the whole yeah. tour. Okay, let's go back to that campfire. Look at this. Right. So, obviously, we've got the crackling fire. We've got the lights are a little bit dim, so it actually looks pretty legit. Maybe it's legit. Maybe we actually shot this outside our house here. Yeah, it so, looks kinda like it, right? So, Blair, what did we
0: What did we do? Here? What did we do here? <laughs> yeah, so I mean, how, what did we do? So we're again we're using a green screen as a lot of our videos are created, especially for this course. Yeah. So this background. Um was a stock video footage of a campfire. Um, so that's just behind us. And to place us into the scene, we have to look at lighting. And normally when we look at the lighting, to place that, it's where is the main light source. So the sun isn't available. And that's usually where we're looking is is the sun. So we've got the moon behind us. But as for night, usually there's some sort of um, you know, light source from a house. So we did our best to do that. We took some of our little lights. Actually, we've got a clamp light. got a clamp light. Clamp light. Clamp light. Clamp light. Oh, Just, oh it's there. It there. is. I, it's there. Yeah. Oh. Uh, put it back now. It's what? <laughs> what? 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 Somebody says something. Yeah. So we you used one of it. those <laughs> and we placed it behind us to give. To simulate what's, you know, the fire has its own light source. So you can kind of see here on our hands behind us a little bit of that. Uh, and then we also dimmed the front lights a bunch. The big
1: light up here right now, shining down. We shut that off.
0: Yeah, and, and kind of dimmed our other side lights. But we still need a good bright light on the green screen behind yep. you. So that's not being dimmed at all. We're just moving the lights around to give us more of a dimmed, you know, yep. darker light source on us. And
1: and then we added in some crackling fire crackling sound effects fire and sounds. the crickets.
0: Yeah, which you can't hear. Who are
1: also on the journey of creating the greatest e courses they can possibly Look at that. It actually so looks pretty legit.
0: Landscape that you've entered.
1: Yeah. Not too shabby. And the shimmer of the full moon on the water. It's actually a, a pretty much a full moon right now. I slept terribly last night because of it. Oh, I know. right? So coming in the windows. I was just like, ah. I woke up to Soren poking me in the eyeball. <laughs> Hi, Papa. Hi, Papa. <laughs> Welcome the to that. the full moon of Taurus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> poking my eye. <laughs> Papa, are you awake? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> now I am. <laughs> so that. That hopefully that gives you some creative inspiration. As you're doing this green screen stuff, like mm-hmm. we really want you to imagine the scenes. And anytime we come up with an idea like this one, it's all about giving you a tour around the community campfire. Uh, so we wanted to the community campfire is our forum. That's the metaphor there. Yeah. Uh, so we obviously had to create a campfire scene for this. Now, for you as you're as you're building your scenes, like you want to imagine what's the environment that you want to bring people into. And step one is once you figure that out you got to find the background you don't shoot stuff and then find the background which is before i started working with blair that's what i thought you
0: did is you you shoot the scene and then you figure it out after yeah because you're, you're going to be doing a little bit of acting to put yourself into there so we knew that there was a fire behind us so when we started you know we interacted with our background yeah. which creates a whole lot of realism So, you know, we're warming our hands by the fire and they're like, oh, hey, what you doing? And there's like, see the camera. And then we do our little spiel. And so by doing simple little things, it's like what I say, we're merging Hollywood with online education. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that we have to Hollywood. (laughs) Hollywood, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Hollywood, you know, maybe in the 80s. Yeah, exactly. This would be advanced for the 80s. Yeah. We're catching up. We're catching up, right? Yeah. And uh, and doing what we can, as as I'm sure all of you are too, just doing what you can. So that's why we do this little scene of how we did these things, just to give you little sneak peeks to inspire little opportunities that you can add to your courses.
1: And if you go to eCourse Adventures to our community forum area, uh, there's a link. You can just 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 search for the link if you're on our email list, which you should be. Go to ecourseadventures.com and sign up for our email list if you're not. But um, if you go to our forum and you go to topics, there's a how did you do that section Uh where we've got a lot of these behind-the-scenes green screen tips hopefully to get you really creatively inspired on what you could do for your lessons. And we're gonna show you how to do that. And if you wanna take it a step further, you really wanna start creating world-class green screen experiences for your courses, then greenscreenmagic.com would be your next bet. It's it's a couple hundred dollars and we're gonna teach you to really produce high
0: quality green screen, yeah, you're going to improve your acting skills because you're getting in front of the camera through these exercises, your production skills, your editing skills, your presentation skills, how to actually communicate your message clearly. Like yeah. that's all a part of the homework that we give you. Because we wove that into, uh, you know, because this is a course for entrepreneurs, not just any sort of green screen being a producer or something. Yeah. We're teaching you also how to refine your own message, which is kind of a nice little, yeah added bonus.
1: So the three scenes <laughs> that we take you through, the first one's an elevator pitch, which is a 20-second scene that you have to produce. You have to give your elevator pitch from a green screen elevator. In an elevator. Yeah. And then the second one is at a bar, and you have to tell your origin story of how yeah, you got into the work scene, that you yeah. do. And so we teach you to build the bar. Well, he, he to teaches inter- you yeah, <laughs> how to interact with the environment and how to actually, in two minutes, tell your origin story of how you got into the work you're doing. And then the third one we as in he teaches you to build an actual, like a Ted talk stage. And you have to give a five minute presentation
0: on what it is that you do, like your core message that you're here to tell the world. Because, you know, sometimes you find the background, like that background that we had there was a stock footage of a a fire, but you might not always find that. Sometimes you have to build it. Sometimes you have to, yeah, build it where you're doing a composite build uh, of your backgrounds. And so we teach you how to do that as well and interact, also having different camera angles and piecing that together, even if you're not using two cameras at once.
1: zoom-ins and zoom-outs and cut-shots. Zoom A cut whole, shots, whole
0: bunch of editing tricks that help us do what we do. So just like it's Marisa- magic. So just like Marisa was saying, you know, when it comes to the experience of, of your e-course and, yeah. and your customers, your, your students' experience, these little things are huge because- yeah. We've all grown up in TV culture. we're all grown up you know with Hollywood expanding to what it is today. This is where the bar is set for entertainment yeah when you' getting when you when places like Facebook are getting five billion clicks you know likes likes a day you know and these these gaming industries are, are asking for the same amount of time that your students can give to your course. Then this is, That's a this, huge competition. This is a big competition for yeah. time and, and focus. Yeah, so. You're
1: not in competition with the other people in your industry selling courses. You're in competition with the entertainment, with the gaming, with the social media industries. Right. Those are the people
0: who are really trying to take the attention of your students away. And so you have to compete with that with your courses. Why we bring this for you, you know, yeah. to bring this to your attention. And so we can all grow because if we can all get our students to stay in our courses to complete... That supports your student, that supports the world, that supports you and your family, and gives you the extra free time that to, to do more. We call that the triple win. The triple win. There, folks. The and triple whammy. So if you're not in the
1: e-course games, then get your butt in gear, and let's race to the Topolash Summit. It's almost 2019. Do you have your courses? Are you where you want to be if the answer is no? Let's do it. Let's do it do it comes to the course games everybody we want you and your courses made nice and that's a wrap that's that's a great a wrap. show this is nice. fun thanks everybody for coming out next week we've got mark silver from oh, the heart of business yeah and we're going to be talking about business fundamentals like he he broke it down for me on a call i had with him earlier this week and holy crap if you're if there's four stages to growing your business and if you're trying to skip to stage four it's gonna be a mess so he's gonna help ease your mind and essentially eliminate 90 percent of the things you Whew. think you have to do to grow your business and do the 10 percent that are really important in this next
0: stage of growing your business what would you do with that extra life? time oh think wow. about that all right everybody see you next week Peace out.